Second round of the NFL playoffs get underway tomorrow afternoon. And to break it down from a betting aspect for Montana sports betting, it is Matt Kiwit from the Montana Standard, just like he joins us every single week. Matt, really appreciate the time once again, man. And hey, I got to say congrats. You swept the super wild card weekend. Well, I have another lock for you uh, out of the gates here. I'm not going to sweep again. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you never know. You never know. never know but uh i don't think i've ever done that before that, that felt pretty good yeah i was about to say i can only imagine man it also kind of makes me wish i'd be like man i wish i can go back in time now uh <laughs> <laughs> matt uh looking at uh, your bets i mean steelers browns I, I mean i know you said over and i kind of thought about the same thing too but man did they really go over they really took care of business uh, uh early on in that game put no doubt in that one yeah, I mean, I, I expected, I think like most people, the Steelers to jump out to to a lead and then the Browns be playing catch-up and then both teams are, you know, passing the ball up and down the field all game and, and, we, and we get over. But we got we got there by right around halftime, not a little into the third quarter. So that was a nice, easy one. Oh, another one that I, I don't know if Montana Sports Betting would ever put it up there, but, uh, you know, going forward, if Nickelodeon ever does, games anymore uh i'd love to just bet how many times we see the slime cannon man yeah i wish the nickelodeon game had uh, had brown steelers that would have been crazy but, <laughs> you know <laughs> instead we got mitch trubisky so not not a ton of slime in that game no not quite uh and speaking to that matt uh you talked about it in your column which you released yesterday uh, talking about the fact that you don't want to take recency into account and let that kind of perpetuate into your next round of bets as well. I mean, obviously, great weekend last weekend, but there were some teams that were underdogs for a reason that overcame. What do you got about this weekend in terms of advice and not letting recent success bury your thought as you get ready for this weekend? Right. So, I mean, it, it's just human nature. You bet on a team last week. Um feel like you outsmarted the book pretty well. You're like, hey, I picked this underdog. They won. They didn't not only cover the spread, you know, they won outright. And then, and then so you're all fired up about it. It's the playoffs. There's more excitement added in, you know, because it is the playoffs. It's so exciting. And so, but guess what? The books kind of know you know how you're feeling before you realize how you're feeling. And then, so this underdog, they got to play a better team, in theory, a much better team. And they're... And not only better, they're more well rested, and they got a you know an extra week to prepare, and you know reset their batteries, what have you. And so, what you often see is the public feeling pretty pretty good about a wild card, and then um, they go up against a team like Mahomes and the Chiefs, and they lose by you know thirty points or whatever. Because also keep in mind the the, the favorite they're pretty motivated to play as hard as they can for the entire game. They're not going to get their subs in. This is what they've been preparing all year for, this moment. So they're not going to let up. So um, not only do you see a lot of favorites cover against teams that, you know, want outright as dogs, wild card weekend, but see, uh, you know, a few snooze fests that are kind of disappointing. Matt, one game that, that seems to really kind of hit your point is I think a lot of people love Cleveland, and I like Cleveland. I think Cleveland will play close. I don't know if they take down the Kansas City Chiefs, but on Montana Sports Betting right now, they've got Cleveland at plus 9.5. Is this kind of one of those games where you look at Chiefs and Browns as one of those scenarios? In my opinion, yes, because 
let's say the Chiefs get out to a lead, which we expect them to. A recent stat I heard is this this version of the Chiefs with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes off a bye. They're averaging 38 points a game. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's a lot. And so at some point, theoretically, you figure the Browns will find themselves behind and throwing the ball. which can lead to either a backdoor covered by the Browns or, you know, it is a wild card game. They're not just, you know, trying to work on, like during the season, you maybe you're in a blowout. You're just trying to work on stuff at the end of the game. You know, find something that works. You can take it into the next week. Well, in the playoffs, there's no next week. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot more desperation plays, which can lead to some turnovers also late in the, late, late in the game by a team who's trailing because they got nothing to lose because you turn it over your season. Either you, you throw a touchdown here or your season's over. You throw an interception, you know, who cares? Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why you see um, the big favorites covering the numbers sometimes. But to Baker Mayfield's credit, he's only thrown one interception in his last 10 games, I believe. So if he can keep from turning the ball over, uh, they do have a chance at the backdoor cover, although I do like the Chiefs here. Matt, looking at tomorrow afternoon's first game, the Rams and the Packers, from a fan perspective, I look at this game as really exciting because – I mean, this is a good defense by the Rams. The secondary is really good. Jalen Ramsey, Devontae Adams, uh, I imagine, are going to be the guys going at it for most of the game. What do you have for the Packers versus the Rams? So I'm prepared um, to feel sad as Aaron Rodgers, um, you know, tortures the Rams. I'm on the Packers minus six and a half, kind of as an emotional hedge, but also in the same vein that we've discussed, you know, the Rams really – put all their chips on the table to beat Washington or beat Seattle. Uh, and and it, that is a team that they just fundamentally match up well against. You, if you look back at since the time McVay started with the Rams, they've just played Seattle really, really well. Um, something about their personnel matches up extraordinarily well with Pete Carroll's um, scheme. I don't know enough about X's and O's. Dissect it more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you, know, you got the Panthers there well-rested and they're playing in Lambeau Field. And I feel, I feel like this really puts cornerbacks at a disadvantage late in the year at Lambeau because it's not the crowd noise at Lambeau that gives them the advantage. It's the playing circuit. It gets really slick and icy. So I'll be interested to see how, how Jalen Ramsey and, and the Rams secondary fare against, against those Packers receivers. And then obviously what we've heard, we'll probably hear a million times between now and kickoff is Jared Goff 0-4 straight up and against the spread. In weather below 45 degrees, that's what we'll have uh, tomorrow, and a 40% chance of snow. And I, I can't imagine that's going to make his surgically repaired thumb on his throwing hand feel any better. And, and also keep in mind, Aaron Donald, he sat out a good portion of the second half last game, and you got to and you got to figure if he could have gone at all, he would have been out there. So, you know, obviously McVeigh says he's going to be fine. McVay says Jared Goff is fine, but I'll let you in on a, on a secret about McVay as, as, a, as a quasi-Rams insider here. Mm-hmm. Um, some, he'll go up to the podium and look us dead in the face, and then he'll lie. <laughs> so, I, I think we I think we got a case of uh, McVay telling lies here. I, I don't know if those guys are, are feeling fine. Right now, we are with Matt Kiwi from the Montana Standards. We were talking Montana sports betting, getting you ready for the NFL Divisional Round this Saturday and Sunday. We'll take a look at the other games next here on the Knock on Sports. 
It's good to know some things never change, no matter what's going on in the world, like the satisfying sound of snow crunching under your boots, or how every family seems to have their own secret huckleberry picking spots, or how there's always room for a little more meat in your freezer, no matter how many hunting trips you go on. One other thing that will never change? Whitefish Credit Union's commitment to you. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. We're talking Montana sports betting and the NFL Divisional Round. Joining us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline is Matt Kiwi from the Montana Standard. Uh, Matt, uh, taking a look at Saturday night, Buffalo versus Baltimore. Uh, this game's close. I think they have uh, Buffalo plus three, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, minus three in this one. Uh, what do you think about this matchup? This game's interesting because the line opens three, and we rarely see these kind of moves in the playoffs. Usually it'll move the line will move a point or a half point and then it'll sit until kickoff. But we saw this line open um, bills favored by three. Lots of money came in on the Ravens. They got all the way down to bills minus one and a half, at which point a ton of money came in on Buffalo and now it's back up to three. So it's telling us that um, sharp, very sharp groups with a lot of the, you know, money at stake are on opposing sides here. And, you know, that kind of, uh, Speaks to how I feel about it too. I, I I don't really have a strong feel for the side. You know, Baltimore is playing really well, but you know, they went up against a Tennessee team that refused to adjust to how how Baltimore was stacking the box. They insisted on running Derrick Henry, and you know Buffalo will adjust. They're they're well known for you know Brian Dayball's in-game adjustments on the, on the offensive side of the ball, and. You know, it'll be interesting to see who gets the lead first because I think that's going to have a, have a lot to do with, you know, who can, um, you know, come out on top. Matt, you made a player bet here. Which player do you like and, and what's the bet? You know, I, I mentioned there's a lot of unknowns here. One thing that is known is the Ravens blitz a lot more than any other, any other NFL team. They blitz 44.1% of dropbacks, that's according to Pro Football Reference. I think that was like... Four or five percent higher than the next team, which I can't remember. It might have been the Steelers or someone like that. Um, it doesn't really matter. They're they blitz considerably more than anyone else, and so you know, in, in a big game, and the, when the play breaks down and Josh Allen's flushed out of the pocket, I think he's going to be more inclined to take off and run for a first down. You know, put his body at risk a little bit. As we discussed earlier. You know, it, it, these games are do or die. Either you, you win or your season's over. So I think he's going to be more inclined to rush uh, and pick up the first down than he would be during the during the season when he might just you know throw it away or take take a shot downfield where either his receiver will get it or it'll fall incomplete. So I took a shot at, at Josh Allen, forty plus rushing yards on Sportsbet Montana, which yesterday was minus one fourteen. Uh, you know, lay lay one lay a dollar fourteen to win a dollar, et cetera. And so, uh, yeah, we just got to get to forty. I feel like he, I feel like he's good for fifty plus. Matt, looking at the final game on Sunday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to the New Orleans Saints, part three of the Brady versus Breeze matchup. What do you got for us? So this bet is predicated on the assumption that Tampa will not play use the same offensive game plan against New Orleans as did the first two times they played each other this season and, and given the results of those games, not to bring up a sore subject, I, I would hope that they would try to deviate from that plan. Um, and, you know, they have Tom Brady, they picked up Antonio Brown. Um, so I figure 
you know, I think this is about the time those guys, those two guys start to click. Mm-hmm. We've seen Mike Evans get shut down by a lot of more for the Saints. He, obviously, he was banged up in at least one of those games, but I mean, he's banged up again, right? Mm-hmm. In those two games this season, Mike Evans caught five passes for 66 yards. You'd think he's going to, Tom Brady's going to have to look elsewhere with the football. And we know that Chris Godwin dropped four passes last, last week. And he, I don't know how, how much truth there is to this, but it's been said that Brady will lose trust in the guy and just like not look his direction once he loses trust in him, leaving us with Antonio Brown, who, who we know Brady lobbied and lobbied and lobbied to get into Tampa Bay. And so uh, you can get, or as of yesterday, you could have gotten Antonio Brown at five plus receptions at uh, minus 114 odds. And so that's the pick I like for this game, as I think the the Bucks will favor uh, a short, short and intermediate passes over trying to, you know, run the ball into the into the line on first and second down, and you know, face a million third and longs, which they have trouble converting against the Saints. Matt, let me get your thoughts on this because were you surprised? And I, I was a little surprised that the line was this close. That the Saints only open up plus three and a, or I'm sorry, minus three and a half as favorites. I, I thought that number would be a little uh, bigger, but did that surprise you at all? Yeah, you, you got to keep in mind we're used to seeing Saints at home. You know, getting four points for home field when there's nobody there. What is it? One or two points. Mm-hmm. So the line, I guess, is is sizable, but you know, given the outcome of the last game, I guess they're figuring they're going to do something different. And maybe and maybe the Saints try to play more ball control like they did against the Bears last week. Um, I, I would have set the line a little bit higher, maybe Saints by four or five. But once you get outside of three, I guess the numbers are you know called dead numbers until you get to six. So to make it concise, yeah, I was a little surprised. But at the same time, um, I would assume we see a better performance for the Bucks this game. Matt Kiwi, my featured guest from the Montana Standard, as we've been talking Montana sports betting. Matt, if they want to follow your work and catch your latest column, how can they do that? I'm at mtstandard.com and 406mtsports.com. And then I'm on Twitter at M-A-T-T-K-I-E-W-I-E-T 406. Matt, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight as well. Look forward to chatting with you next week as we get ready for the title games for both the NFC and the AFC. Looking forward to it as well. Thanks for having me.